the USFL gambling podcast, live reaction show to the USFL draft on the sports gambling podcast network presented by WinBet. for every $25 you bet on college basketball. WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and a thousand dollars in free win bet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing and let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. Michigan Panthers are on the clock. We're hoping it's Javier Edwards. Come on, come on, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher was one of the last guys to rock. He kind of was rocking the mullet when it was on cool. It's it's back to being cool. I feel like I feel like a lot of basketball players and pitchers and stuff in baseball. The mullet's back in. Yeah, I I mm, I don't know. It's a decision. It's definitely a decision. But uh, yeah, he he always had a, just a little bit of flow over the collar. It seems like I have a I remember a little league baseball coach that pretty much had the exact same like hair and facial hair <laughs> configuration, drove a conquistador, always had Bud Light, Bud Light uh, uh, cans in the back of it. But Hey, we won championships. Yeah. Hey, there you go. That's all that matters. And Jeff Fisher was a yard away from a championship, but yeah, he rocked kind of the mall. It's interesting to me. Cause when I, when I pulled up Jeff Fisher's history. I knew he'd played for the 85 Bears, but you know, a couple episodes into the USFL gambling podcast, I pulled it up I, I, and I was shocked that he's from LA. Cause you, you normally LA people are like into fashion. You know what I mean? Right. Jeff Fisher didn't give a shit. He, the mullet was still rocking long in the nineties, two thousands. It was like fringe mullet. It wasn't full on mullet, but it had a little Mel Gibson lethal weapon to it. I feel like, um, so I mean, uh, he's got a look. It makes me think that the reason that the Michigan, that the Panthers have that khaki colored pant was like his insistence. <laughs> he's like, yeah, listen, I want my team to reflect my Dockers. We're going khaki. I'm excited a lot. Like that. That's to me that when you look at the U S of all coaches, like I kind of know what I'm getting. I think with Larry Fedora, mm-hmm. I kind of know what I'm getting with skip Holtz. 
I think I know what I'm getting with Sumlin. Um, I think I know what I'm getting with Mike Riley. I think the other ones are the interesting ones. Um, I think I kind of know what I'm getting with Todd Haley, but just the fact he's never been in another league uh, is one where I feel like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, he throws us for a wrinkle there, but the real ones are like Jeff Fisher, the evolution has, has he changed or is it, is it old school? Is he going to bring Greg Williams with them or not? Um, Bart Andrus, complete mystery, man. I mean, obviously I, I know that he coached in every form of every league you've ever heard of. Um, but then you have like Kirby Wilson uh, with the, with the Pittsburgh Maulers. I have no idea what to expect from the Maulers. They're, sure. they're a complete mystery team to me. And, uh, and then, uh, I think that that covers, I think the, the big mysteries to me though, are Michigan, Philly and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Kirby Wilson, as a position coach, you have to assume that as a running backs coach, that he is going to be about running the football. I mean, that's, it's, it's what he knows. I mean, it's what he, what he's coached for a long time. Uh, it's really, you know, it, it's fun to look at these, go back and look at these players now as they're drafted and just kind of speculate, like, what are we going to get out? Like, what can, what am I learning by who they're drafting? What direction they're going to go? I mean, you don't, you don't get this anywhere else. We can't do this with the NFL because it's not like they're building a brand new franchise every single year, you know, with, yeah. with new coaches that we don't, that we don't really know. We see the same names over and over again, that we're going to establish teams. Like this is fun. It's it's a whole lot of fun. Well, and the Pittsburgh Maulers and, and uh, Wilson used one of his compensatory picks in, uh, uh, in taking uh Braden Patton, I think it was. So they had, they went with two centers in the, in, so that right up that alley of, of, Hey, we're going to run the football. Um, they could be the rarely seen center option play. I like that. you you line up the second center in the back and like then you that, just let, let him run the option. I was hoping man for, for Paul Johnson to come to this league. I really was. That was one of <laughs> my, awesome. my, my all time favorites that I was hoping, but look, I'm, I'm thinking they expand next year. And I think they, they expand to their other like Memphis showboats, San Antonio gunslingers got to get in the mix. Yeah, I want I want the Washington Federals to get in there because now the Commanders or whatever, um, just they that, I, that 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 can't fly. All right, give me the Washington Federals. I don't care if XFL goes with defenders. Two, two teams can exist in in that DC area. I grew up there. Um, then you have uh, I want the Oakland Invaders. I want the Oakland Invaders. I think with them getting the Raiders stole from them, they deserve the Invaders. Yeah, yeah, man. That's. I, I, Oakland's just a great football town. It seems like, I mean that they always had support. And I mean, it, I I'm all for uh, righting the wrongs of the past with a, with a brand new franchise. Like, yeah, let's, let's give, let's give Oakland a, a good old football team to, to cheer for. So yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Can I, can I give you my biggest shocker out of, out of day one? Sure. Of course I would, I would have been willing to bet at least the electric bill that Johnny Manziel was going to come play for, for someone with the gamblers. I, I, but they, they drafted their quarterbacks though. Right. I mean, that they, they, they're done. Right. I, I thought, yeah, so no, I know I was, yeah. I, I just yesterday, I was fully expecting Johnny Manziel's name to be called for the, for the gamblers. Like I, I, I was certain of it and well, I was certainly wrong. They have another draft that's happening. I think like March 10th, I think if memory serves me correct. Sure. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's the, uh, what's it called? The, the supplementary draft, maybe something happens there. I do want to see, I would like to see, I know, I know I don't want to like, I know people are scared. Like, Hey, don't go gimmick and get Tebow in the league or something like that, but I'm okay. 
I'm okay with that. I would love to see some of these like I, I want I still want to see the 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 veteran, the Scott Bakula, Paul Paul Blake character. We had that in the OG uh yep. USFL with Greg Landry. I would love to see and it's funny, some people are are in the chat saying, Did you see him in, in fan controlled football last year? He was terrible. <laughs> no, I, I saw him at the club in Vegas. He was getting hammered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking of, of Paul Blake, I mean, I, I, I want the actual Kathy Ireland kicking extra points, you know, there you go, man. Kathy Ireland, man. She, she was, she was like, uh, you know, that was, that was peak. That was like Denise Richards before Denise Richards. Right. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, she could, she could knock one in from about 40, 45. Probably, yeah. Depending yeah. On the wind. If you go all time movie characters, Football. Let's let's here we go. Let's 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 go down this. Let's let's peel back the curtain here. The top. Let's go. Let's go. Eight. There's eight teams in the USFL. We're waiting to find out what the hell's going on in the draft right now. Maybe they're all getting uh, Quiznos. I don't know. But uh, uh, eight draft picks. You got the first pick out of all the movie characters in football films. What would you go with with your top pick? I'm going Paul crew and I'm going original Paul crew, Burt Reynolds, Paul crew. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The longest yard. That is yes. a, <laughs> that is a wise pick. That is a wise pick. Cause you look and I was trying to That's think of, of characters quickly on the fly. And I was like, well, Johnny Utah has got the knee injury. That's gotta be concerning. You know, right. point break, Johnny Utah. Right. I am an FBI agent. Uh, <laughs> uh, what about oh. uh, uh, what's his name in Last Boy Scout? Damon Wayne's oh. Damon oh. Wayne's. I forget his character's name. I I can't remember. That was that was actually I have my my fictional uh, quarterback big board, and that was one I left <laughs> off of. And now I'm really sad. I got a sleeper pick for you though. What's that? David Green from the prep school in the Northeast in school ties. Fight oh. me, you cowards. <laughs> that is a great pull. That is a great pull right there. He uh, over overcame Semitism. Yeah, anti-Semitism. Like he he was a a dual threat. He there was a play where he literally just like threw a blocker at somebody. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I see people in the chat mentioning Shane Falco. Look, Shane Falco's got a little Dan Snyder. You can't be fucking the cheerleader. All right. You yeah. Can't be- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2022 I mean, wouldn't be kind on Shane Falco. <laughs> it's uh I, I people a lot of people forget that uh disastrous uh sugar bowl that he had that you know really kind of buried his career and had him scraping barnacles off of houseboats. Uh but I mean <laughs> he, he brought it back. He brought it back. Um I mean Willie Beeman, he's gotta be in your top five. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's that's one. Even though you know they got the Don- Dennis Quaid character where he's uh Cap Rooney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's basically, who would you compare that to? Like in, in, in the NFL, that's like Josh McCown or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, I feel like they, they wanted, they very specifically were like, let's make a guy like Dan Marino, but not call him Dan Marino. <laughs> and they got this quite to play cap Rooney. If they would have given him like the, the 82 draft throw, like perms <laughs> out draft row for, it would have been like, okay, we see what you're doing. Oliver stone. <laughs> Bobby Boucher talk. Where does Bob? Is he a first rounder? Is he a is he a second rounder? Ah, he's got to be the first defender off the board. Got to uh, be the first defender off the board. Uh, I'm getting talk of uh, a Forrest Gump, a Forrest Gump draft pick. 
you you wait till the later rounds as a uh, you know as a, a kick returner specialist like that you know there there's other ways you can go i don't want to i don't want to spend all that money putting Forrest Gump on a rookie we, contract I mean, we, we, <laughs> maybe you can do some nice endorsements for dr pepper um uh yeah i'm trying to think of other ones obviously the, one of the ones that comes to mind first for me would be uh joe kane kane is able yeah yeah man yeah. the program yeah. I mean, come on this, this movie, I thought was ahead of its time, man. Yeah, La- dude, I love that movie. If you could get Latimer clean, like he's a solid defensive pick <laughs> with a skull painted on, there's yeah. no way they would have let him do that. And James Kahn, I, let's, I think if you look at, if you look at Waterboy, we didn't know Ed Orgeron existed at the time. Cause maybe it was clearly based on Ed Orgeron having a yeah, uh, Lake Clark, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but uh, I was thinking Bobby Bowden was portrayed in a couple different films. I think the first one was the program. I think James Conn is basically playing B- Bobby Bowden. Would you agree to that? Yeah, no, it's, it's 100%. Let us call this, let this be Florida state without it being Florida state because they play for East ESU, like Eastern state university. Like it, they have the exact same colors. Like we know, we know what you're going for there. So it's like, is Joe Kane? Is he like Chris Winky? What is he? <laughs> He is. He does have a little Chris Winky, but he looks like kind of old, you know. That's also Paul Blake, though. He's kind of that's Paul Blake's character in a way. He was like 32 years old. Scott Bakula and Necessary Roughness. If you haven't seen that, you need to. What about uh, Varsity Blues? You're gonna go with a little Mox? You gonna you gonna Mox it up, or is that a little locker too- room cancer, Jonathan <laughs> Moxon? He's gonna go out there. He's gonna call his own plays. He's gonna run the oopty fucking oop. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Also, Charlie Tweeter at this point is a prominent politician in Texas. I swear by it. <laughs> oh man, hey, this is fun. This is fun. Um, I don't know what's happening, guys, with the USFL draft right now. Where I think they're at some sort of pause. Perhaps someone ordered pizza. I don't know what is going on down there. I okay, the U- there we go. There I we think go. The USFL is just listening to us talk, and they're like, "Hold on, no, wait him go. Let him go a little bit further." <laughs> yeah, Let's see where this riff, goes. riff about movies. I start <laughs> pull, pulling out some random stuff. Um, we're back. the The Panthers, the uh, Michigan Panthers, have added a defensive tackle. His name is T.J. Carter. He is from Kentucky. Hey, I think Je- Jeff Fisher said, "Hey, let me uh, get down there and uh, check out uh, T.J. Carter." Now he played end at Kentucky, I believe. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, a lighter guy too. Might, might run that. Uh, was it the, the five technique? I believe they call, um, you know, kind of, kind of slanted over the center, uh, kind of what, uh, like Darius Phylon, uh, did has done really well in the pros. Um, and also, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, two eighty nine, six four, uh, six sacks, five, five pass breakups, 71 tackles, 12 tackles for loss. I mean, he got, he got it done. Wow. Now all of a sudden, so they just take like a 30 minute break and then they start just destroying us with, with, uh, with names here. Dalen Mack uh, is drafted by the Tampa Bay bandits. Uh, let's just let's come from down in Gator country. We are the pride of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called. Here's the best part coming right up. And we open with an arc. Like right here. Gotta gotta hang tough. Gotta be rough. Bandit ball. He's from Texas A&M. He's played on a lot of NFL rosters. Been on the Baltimore Ravens, Detroit Lions, New York Giants, Green Bay Packers, Arizona Cardinals, Tennessee Titans. Whoa! He's done all of that 
in just three seasons. Um, yeah. Wow. Big boy. Big uh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, look, they're getting a guy though that was just on an NFL roster this year. So I, I, I think it's a good, I think that's a wise pick with Dalen Mack to the Tampa Bay bandits, Mike Barnett, Mike Barnett uh, from Georgia heading to the Philadelphia stars, perhaps another great pick with the Philadelphia stars. But I mean, look, this guy, anyone that played defense recently in the Kirby smart era at Georgia, yeah. Yeah. I, I give them, I don't even think they need a second chance. If, if they somehow need a chance, I don't know. I would go to like 10th chance because they're probably pretty damn good. All right. Yeah. You could, they could be buried on the depth chart, have not played a whole lot during college. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing for Alabama, but it can be buried on the depth chart, not play many snaps in college and still probably be one of the better players, you know, uh, going, you know, going into the league. Uh, it's uh I mean, I, I wouldn't shy away from any Kirby smart players at all. Yeah. And, and the picks are just rolling in now as destiny uh, veil. I'm probably butchering that from Washington state, our boy uh, up there in Pullman. Um, but this is a guy that played for the Eagles for, and the jets and the Panthers. He won a super bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. I know uh, chase that uh, you said that uh, you were perhaps thinking about naming your son destiny, but uh, what, what do you <laughs> It was LaShawn J. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, this guy though won a Super Bowl. He's got three sacks in the NFL, forced fumble, twenty-seven tackles. Uh, uh, believe it or not, what's well, one of the things I find so shocking about, like when you learn, um, the more and more about the game of football. Well, I remember we had uh, Hal Mummy on the show, former former uh, mm-hmm. head coach of the Dallas Renegades. Mm-hmm. Hal Mummy. Uh, was telling us cause him and Mike Leach created the air raid offense back when they were at Iowa Wesleyan uh, right. in the eighties. Right. And he was saying that like, he knew Leach was, he was like, I knew Leach was a better coach than me instantly. Cause he, <laughs> I, I hired him, you know, he, but, but he was like, he didn't have a football background. He played rugby at BYU. And he's like, uh, this he goes the thing he goes that most people don't know is they think, Oh, he created the air raid. He goes, he's a great offensive line and defensive line coach. He was like, he went over to Sweden or I think it was uh, Finland and he was coaching offense and defensive line in their pro league over there. But he was like, that is his actual best talent. And if you look at Washington state during his years there, they didn't traditionally ever produce offense and defensive linemen really of, of any magnitude. He got mm-hmm. a lot of players drafted and this, this is one of them right here uh, yeah. with destiny going to the, uh, going to the generals there. We also have Corey Thomas from Mississippi state going to the gamblers, Corey Thomas. Uh, it's a sec rush right now. Yeah. Just that's what happens. I think you get deep in the draft and you say, okay, just give me an F an sec defensive lineman. All right, let's just yeah, go. It, well, that. it just means more Colby. It's the, yeah. it's the deal. It just means more. <laughs> it just pays more too. Uh, I love uh, driving Jim crazy with it. Just means more. <laughs> Uh, we also have Willie Yarbury, uh, Willie Yarbury to the stallions um, from wake forest, Dave Clawson product. Um, and this is one where like, I find the stallions drafting a lot of guys off the, off the radar. Yeah. They're really going off the radar in this uh, Yarbo six, two, two eighty five from Augusta, Georgia. Um, and this yeah. is a guy that uh, what is senior year. You got injured. So Maybe, maybe they got a diamond in the rough. Wake Forest. I mean, this is I, 
you know, the a Skip Holtz coach team with the Stallions. Maybe maybe this is someone that they they cross paths with in the recruiting trail. And you know, he uh, you know, whenever he was at maybe at ECU. Um wow. I might have just dated myself. How long ago was he at ECU? I might have just made a fool of myself. Uh like it was a long time. It's like mid two thousands, and then he left for uh South Florida, which you know, we were mad at the time, but then when uh when I heard him talk about it the other day, uh made sense. His mother was was old and uh I guess she wasn't in the greatest health and she lived in Florida. So it, it was a home run decision, I think, that anyone would make. Um so yeah, it was like mid two thousands. the yeah. draft is, is rolling on though. Uh Olive Sagapulu. Is that that's probably not even Olive. Um uh he is drafted by the Maulers. And this is a guy that played at Wisconsin. Let me tell you something. If you play the, if you play at Wisconsin on the defensive side of the ball, especially the defensive line, I'm sold. All right. Yeah. You, you wear sled dog pants. That's right. Husky. <laughs> uh, we also got Shakir Soto to, to the, uh, the Pittsburgh breakers. Wait, I think we got some highlights here as uh look at this. I mean, we got tape, we got tape Ooh, getting after it. That was the best part like, about right the there. AAF. And this poor quarterback for the San Antonio commanders, it was hilarious. Cause he was just getting blasted every game. Um, but I love the fact they hit the quarterback a little more than uh, I, I bring it back, bring it back. We like it when the, when the, when the quarterback gets blasted, stop this, all this protection stuff. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Shakir Soto to the Pittsburgh breakers. That is the end of the 24th round. Um, man, these, these rounds are, are actually rolling. They're rolling yeah, right they- now. They are after they gave us our brief respite to, to, to talk about fantasy uh, uh, fictional <laughs> quarterbacks. Uh, they really got after it. Uh, Shakir Soto. Uh, he was with the BC with the lions. He was with the BC lions um, as of like yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he played with the Dallas Cowboys in 2019. He was with the Las Vegas Raiders and Denver Broncos as well. And uh, he went to Pitt. Uh Pat Narduzzi terrible in-game coach, in my opinion, on like decision-making, but he can coach defense. He's got good defensive players. Um, so uh, I, I, I was hoping, I was hoping it was Shakur Soto. Cause I could say that all eyes were on him today uh, with, I got you trying to try got, to work. In I a got two reference reference. There, yeah. 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 Um, game sharper than a, did you know Suge Knight was originally. in the original USFL? That makes sense. Uh, he was a he was a big time recruit. Uh, did he go to was it Kansas? Maybe I don't know. Like he went from somewhere from That's California. UNLV. To UNLV. He went to you know, Okay, yeah. yeah. When, so when he didn't go that had, far east. But when they had Randall Cunningham and Nicky Woods, he was yeah. at UNLV. Yeah. Um. And then you know, then you ran over some other other life decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best stories is him just holding vanilla ice off of like a, a thirty story balcony by you know I, I guess. Uh, he wanted the royalty money. I don't know. I'm sure it was yeah. uh, highly illegal. But uh, anyway, uh, we got we got more picks coming in. Camilo Tangamoa to the New Orleans Breakers from Iowa State, a Cyclone, a Cyclone. And that's the thing. Matt Campbell's starting to get. You know, he had his best recruiting class ever at uh, yeah. Iowa State this year. He's starting to bring in some talent to the Cyclones. He's building a football culture there. Um, yeah. Yeah. All the, all the in-laws are cyclones. They still don't know how to handle it. Uh, <laughs> it's uh it's, it's fun to watch though. See, see them have a little bit of success. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, and, and he, 
we're just running from, the big conferences now. It seems like that that's where everything's coming from. Well, and, and, uh, and Congo Mo is from, uh, out here in Los Angeles and it's crazy, you know, we're talking to people and I, not to cram in my college football talk, but you know, it's amazing to me. You look at the landscape of uh, college football lately. And, and when people say, Oh, I don't know, Lincoln Riley can do it. USC. A lot of it has to do with just putting up a fence because you look at Bryce Young's from Pasadena, California, uh, Alabama's quarterback, uh, you know, uh, the whatever his name is at Clemson, Alabama quarterback, CJ, or sorry, not Alabama, a California quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, CJ Stroud from Ohio state, their quarterback from California, that, that tight end Bowers for Georgia. That's a stud as a freshman from California. If you yep. just put a fence up the amount of talent, people don't know this USC has the most draft picks ever, ever. Yeah. It's, it's not Alabama. It's not Ohio state. It's not Michigan. It is USC. Um, part of that, I guess, is the fact that like a trillion people live in California. But the point is, is that uh, Cam- Camilla T- Tonga Moa might be in the long lineage L- there. Look at how he's got this quarterback throwing the ball. It's like, he's throwing the ball and thinking to himself, I don't even want to play football no more. Like I'm done with it. <laughs> football play too rough. Yeah, exactly. And then that's boogie. That's boogie Roberts there. That is the next pick from San Jose state to the Pittsburgh Maulers. What is this? The whole Pittsburgh Mahler team is is San Jose State. What yeah. what am I missing here? What 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 is the tie in there as Boogie Roberts, you know, makes his way to Pittsburgh? Great name, by the way. I mean, yeah, uh, name name like Boogie. I mean, that's an instant plus that that automatically moves you up on my personal draft board. Uh, yeah, I I really don't know. I mean, San Jose State has had a pretty good uh, program. Uh, they uh, were officially dead to me when they brought in uh, Nick Starkle, uh, but uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, they seem to be pumping out good enough players to, to, to be getting them drafted. And man, yeah. it's, uh, if you look at some of the names that come through, it's like, you're reading the, the name of the New Zealand, like national rugby team. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. Uh, the, the draft is continuing on Haston Adams from Mary Harden Baylor, which I know you're thinking, what, what is that? Hey, don't look now. Mary Harden Baylor was uh, playing some damn good football this past year. They made a deep run in the D three playoffs. Uh, so the stallions, once again, the Birmingham stallions going completely off the reservation. They are getting these players from all over uh, their, their scouting is deep. It's yeah. deep. They're taking, you know, some guy named bill from a pay phone in uh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin might be giving them a phone call. Um, geez. Uh, gamblers take to Tumasai. Oh man. I, these, these, these names are tough. When you get to the BYU roster, when we do this, Lalile. Lalile. Yeah. Um, dude, you should listen to when I do the, the BYU season preview episode, but when you get to that point, man, you're going through the BYU roster. You oh. need, you need a glass of bourbon. Uh, <laughs> uh, Toby Johnson from Georgia. We talked about him, Toby Johnson, now a New Jersey general. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure Rod, Rod via Gomez, big fan of the New Jersey generals. will be happy with that one. Um, yeah. And also another one of Chris Nelson, from Texas to the Philadelphia stars, Chris Nelson. Um, Hey, uh, Texas. That's another one. You, if you, if you're playing football in Texas now, I know they haven't been as good lately, but you still, you're a big time recruit still. So, I mean, something was there at some point. Um, yeah, part of me thinks that some of that, some of that may be just becoming from getting like an offer from Texas. Like it still has that little bit of prestige to it. Because if you look at how many players they're putting in the, in the, like just the NFL draft on its own, it's not a lot over the last few years. That's true. 
they're 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 letting a lot of talent escape you know down to houston down to you know a and m a and m to, to yeah. oklahoma uh you know up to norman so uh it's uh it, i think they're a little more thin talent wise than people realize but i hate to hijack it with uh with college football that's my bad no 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 uh, you know me i'm a college football junkie but th- that's the thing is like um by that i i think one of the things has been player development is there uh, either that or the recruiting rankings are just completely off. Uh, but Nelson, uh, six, one, three, 15, uh, he played a lot of snaps here. five year defensive lineman there played in 45 games. So that's impressive there. Um, Reggie Howard from Toledo. Shout out to Maction. Maction. Love Maction. Yes. Tuesday, Wednesday nights, you're sitting there. You're, you're just thirsty for football and the Mac always delivers Reggie Howard coming over from the Toledo rockets. Um, look, I mean, Maction Maction's one of those things. Like I hope this league USFL, I hope they, they, they try to do some more weekday games. Cause I think it's smart. I think it's smart. People want spread out your games because I get it. Saturday and Sunday is probably going to be your best days. But to me, if you put too much on, I know there's only eight teams in this league, but I would love to see maybe how about you do one per day? Oh yeah. One Friday, I, one Saturday, one Sunday, one Monday. I, I would take a Tuesday game. And with that, I have to t- take my leave. Good, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm out. Uh, this is, this is it for me. I, I, I let you handle the rest of the USFL draft. I've taken oh, you man. this far. You have to take it the rest of the way. Here, here we go, man. We'll go out with this. Take care. Follow, follow uh, at uh, on Twitter at of Oaklawn. Shout out to the Wolf of Oaklawn, Chase. How you doing, Justin? I'm good. How are you, man? Hey, man. The the draft is just rolling along. I mean, we are in. What are we in now? I'm just scrolling down. Twenty sixth round. The Michigan Panthers on the clock. We're still on defensive tackles. Now I got to ask you. What's the team? I see all those Bears jerseys back there. I know you're the Chicago Blitz aren't back yet. Nope. Right, I'm hoping that they come back. They got a rich history, George Allen, Mar- Marv Levy. But so are you going Michigan? Like, I feel like there's a little bit of a rivalry there. Do you, do you go yeah. Michigan Panthers? Do you go, I don't know, Pittsburgh Maulers? What, what would be the team of choice that you would choose then? Or is it completely off? Are you going just like, Hey, the Houston gamblers are awesome. I don't know. What, <laughs> you know who, who's your team? I'm going to really evaluate the, uh, the rosters and kind of go from there. I mean, listening to Ben Holmes on the show, talk it, how can you not want to root for that guy? Um, wasn't that fantastic? It was. Yeah. And uh, you know, I like the Mahler's colors. I know you don't like their jerseys, but I like that blue and orange. Um, I like their OG jerseys a little yeah. bit, but I, I just don't <laughs> like it when they do the color up here, like the Tennessee sure. Titans do. I just think that's, I don't know. It's just not, it's not, it's not me, but yep. uh Hey, to each their own. That's what makes this planet so uh, decent. Is uh, you know, people having different opinions. For sure. Um, yeah. So the Maulers perhaps might be. Yeah, I, I kind yeah. of, I kind of am doing the same thing. I'm kind of sitting back and looking and saying, hey, you know, which, which team do I like? Um, obviously, I was a gamblers guy, but he, my my fear is I don't want to pick a team that's gonna gonna end up playing in a dome year two. And unfortunately, <laughs> right. the th- I don't like dome football. It should be all outdoors. Right. Football yeah. is meant to be outdoors. Um, and the three teams that I like most are the new Orleans breakers, the Houston gamblers, which obviously I have the Houston gamblers helmet here. And I was a fan of them back in the day, even though they did play in a dome at times. Uh, uh, and then the uh, Michigan Panthers, but I have a feeling 
that the uh, the best chance of a team not playing in a dome is the Houston Gamblers. They probably play at the Houston Stadium uh, for the University of Houston. But Kevin Sumlin is a guy that we faded for years and made a ton of money. So my roads are crossed. My roads are crossed. Um. Anyway, I, let's recap some picks. I'm just, just, I'm just <laughs> vomiting, vomiting nonsense right now. Um, what are we talking? Reggie Howard. That was a what the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Bandits grabbed Reggie Howard late there, the in the last two picks, and Jaquan Bailey went to the Michigan Panthers. Uh, any of those picks stand out for you? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jaquan Bailey. I live in Iowa. He played at Iowa State. Um, he is very lead athlete. I mean, he's quick. He's strong, and I feel like he can give offensive lines a lot of trouble. There you go. There we go. And I like I, I like Iowa State too. The picks are coming in though, man. As uh, as you were talking, two picks came in. Boom, boom. Uh, Kaishan, uh, Keyshawn, that is probably Tyson to the uh, to the Panthers. He is from Grand Valley State. Now I know what you're thinking. What the hell is Grand Valley State? Brian Kelly used to coach at Grand Valley State. This is a rich program in the uh, in the I believe I believe that's D. Three or D two? I think it's I think it's D two actually, um, but they 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 run a uh, they've been a great football institution for a while now. And then Josh Atkins or Josh Atkins goes to the Tampa Bay Bandits from Georgia. Obviously, I think that name is is if you follow uh, Georgia Bulldog football. And obviously, here's here's some footage for you of Josh Atkins. Um, that that's one that that stands out to me. I remember yeah. him at at Georgia, and uh, the guy could play. Like I said, maybe maybe you don't get the opportunity, um, you know, to uh, so you know you never know. It's just right. it could be a little thing like the coach didn't like you or something. Didn't like you know didn't have faith in you. But he's played on the Patriots, the, the Lions, the Falcons, and that always means something to me. The Patriots went out of their way to draft this kid. Uh, or I guess he was undrafted, but they they get, they got him as an undrafted free agent. Belichick saw something that he liked, and that's normally a good sign for for me. So Josh Atkins. Uh, going to the Tampa Bay Bandits, I think that might be a wise pick. What do you make of that? Yeah, that's a guy I like. Um, he's really strong upper body. Uh, they said in college he did all the dirty work to help keep Rokon Smith clean at Georgia. There, there, there you go, there you go, exactly. And and you see what what's happening with Smith. Uh, Jerome Johnson is a Philadelphia Star, as you were saying that the Philadelphia Stars and uh, Jerome Johnson, I believe, from Indiana. Um, Indiana, surprisingly over the past couple of years have had even last year, I feel like their defense was actually decent. It was their offense. That was the reason why they were terrible. This guy was a four star, by the way. Um, so uh, originally from uh, Mississippi and, and I, I kind of like what Tom Allen was doing there defensively at Indiana. So I can see that working. He was on the Miami. He had a, a cup of coffee with the Miami dolphins and there there's the one I was saying, Kalani v- uh, Vaca Melalalo. <laughs> to Oregon State, and that's one that I think just makes a lot of sense. That that is one um, I was going to be pretty shocked had he not been been taken in the first two rounds because you look at the the track record of what he has done, and you say there's no way this guy six three three twenty five. Like I said, when you when you've had that many starts in college and you've played pretty damn well in other spots where the DC defenders. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I knew he would, he would get taken at some point. So that's a great pick. I think by the New Jersey generals, I really do agree. Dominique Davis is, is going to the gamblers. He is from UNC Pembroke. I can't tell you. I know much 
I like I love the sport. I love the start the, the the sport of football, but I have not watched too much UNC Pembroke football. All right, not that I'm against it. I just need to get my. I, I, apparently, I need to do a deeper dive. That's what that's what needs to happen. Um, but hey, Dominic Davis to to or Dominic Davis to the uh, to to the Gamblers. Nice get. As someone that I'm not familiar with, I can pull up the stats. He's six three three fifteen. He was on the Jets. Hey, I, I guess I guess the guy might be able to play. Diamonds in the rough. All right. You know, you know some of those small school guys. They're used to just trying to compete to get their chance, and here he has it. So there's no telling what he could do. Yeah, and, and to me, like, I mean, the Jets weren't awful on the defensive line. They were awful everywhere else. But I mean, I think they're actually they were okay on the defensive line. Um, stallions have a uh, stallions pass their pick. It's surprising to me because the stallions, uh, I could see them wanting another defensive tackle. Um, we got the Maulers on the clock now and they get Jeremiah farms junior um, from friends college. Wow. Friends college. This is when I play this again. Uh, Friends University is in Wichita, Kansas. And I've been saying for years, Wichita State needs to bring back their football program. They only have Bill Parcells as part of their alumni. But Friends University's got a football program and Wichita doesn't. What the hell is going on? All right. uh, Another draft pick is being made. Connor Christian to the New Orleans Breakers from Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State runs a good. Good college, uh, good FCS football program. They're actually jumping up to the FBS in the next year, um, as Rich Rodriguez is their new head coach there. But Jacksonville State, you know, they they beat Florida State at Florida State last year. I know Florida State wasn't much, but I don't care. You can still milk that win for the next uh, hundred years, as far as I'm concerned. If you're a Jacksonville State fan, so Connor Christian uh, is drafted uh, by the New Orleans Breakers. I, I, why do I feel like the New Orleans Breakers are having a a slept on draft? I feel like a, a, their draft is better than what we're thinking. You know, we we keep bringing up, you know, a couple of other teams like the bandits and like the uh, Philadelphia stars and maybe flying under the radar is the, uh, is the new Orleans breakers. So I'm looking at uh, Connor Christian, six, three, two seventy, originally from Dallas, Georgia. Uh, he transferred from Savannah state, Savannah state. They might be terrible, but that's where Shannon sharp went. So, Hey, he, they, they jumped down from FCS to D two. And I'm sure that probably made it, made him consider transferring or I don't know, but actually it was back in 2016. So that's probably not the case, but uh, this is a guy who started a lot of games. I mean, he's got some talent. So uh, I don't know. I mean, when you get to these levels, um, FCS produces a lot more players though, than people realize a D two, you could say, okay, there's not that many, but FCS actually has a great chunk of players in, in professional football all the time. Uh, so I don't know. What do you make? What do you make Connor Christian? What do you make of that? Justin? Yeah. He, uh, he started at Savannah state. Um, he was choosing between Savannah, middle Tennessee and Georgia tech got offered from Savannah state then transferred to Jacksonville state. Uh, he felt like they could really raise his skill level as a football player. Um, so again, small school guy that's pushing to keep his dream alive. You got to wonder though, uh, and which is awesome. That is awesome. That's what's great about these leagues. But choosing Savannah State over Georgia Tech, 
I wonder if, if that was just, you know, athletic scholarship or, you know, football scholarship. Yeah. I don't know, but probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got the running backs on deck. Now this is one, I can't believe it's round 27. See, you want to know how much football has changed. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that they're, they're doing this in order of value to a team, but the running back position used to be highly sought after. I'm not saying, I don't know that it's not now. I'm just saying uh, I've been waiting for running backs and here we are around 27 and 28. By the way, those are Connor Christian's highlights right there. Connor Christian to the new Orleans breakers getting after it with the, uh, with the Gamecocks of Jacksonville state. Tampa Bay bandits are on uh, the clock. They will have the first shot at a running back. Now, as I load up the running backs in this draft, uh, there's, I mean, obviously I think the one that everyone had was CJ Marable, the the running back from coastal Carolina. Um, everyone had him. I've, I've read a couple different ones and they say, Oh, this guy's going to be part of the, uh, part of the USFL. Um, by the way, we do have a, uh, a comp pick Chris Okoye uh, to the new Orleans breakers. He is from Ferris state. Shout out to Ferris state. They actually uh, won the, uh, the D two championship this year d- located in Michigan. I loved it. They took the, uh, they took the, uh, the top lacrosse player in the country, had him grad transfer in. He was national lacrosse player of the year comes and plays quarterback at fair state wins the national championship. Nice. Um, yeah. So, so Chris Okoye, now I'm pretty sure he probably wasn't on that team, but let's, let's just do it's so close to Christian Okoye. Can we talk about that? <laughs> that's very close to Christian Okoye. Um, so I'm seeing Chris Okoye, six, six, 320 pounds. So big dude. And look, uh, yeah, he did win a championship while he was there. They won a G L I a C championship and they reached the D two playoffs. They didn't win a national championship though, but Hey, he was featured among rising stars, top 100 prospects. Um, uh, originally from just outside of Detroit, Michigan. Hey, there you go. There you go. Shout out to Chris Okoye. Best wishes, man. Best wishes. Okay. Uh, before we get to the, <clears throat> the running backs, I got to, I got to get us paid, man. I got to get us paid and uh, let's roll with that. The, uh, the USFL gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by WinBet. for every $25. You bet on college basketball. WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and a thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can uh, play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget we're da- we're brought to you by us, the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. All right, we are. Hey man, we got we got. Uh, I mean, we're in the thick of this. This is yeah. awesome. This is awesome. USFL, 35 rounds. I mean, look, some of these other platforms, shout out to them for covering spring football, but they're not, I don't think they're giving you 35 rounds of, of gold with tape guest appearances. 
you know, that's what I'm talking about. We got, we got everything going. So subscribe to the sports gambling podcast network and uh, yeah, give us a follow. We're at the, the SGP network on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D uh, Justin. What's your Twitter, Justin at J Mark football, J Mark football. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have that memorized okay. yet, but I will brother. All right. At J Mark football, give him a follow. Um, as we talk football year round, we are believers in football year round. And I think it's going to happen. So get in, check it out. Even if you like other sports, check it out. We got you covered. I mean, shit, we wrote, we had an article about darts and it hit. We had a guy write an article about darts that knew what he was talking about. Apparently either that or he's the luckiest player ever or luckiest uh, writer ever, because he nailed it. He nailed like the top two dart players. I don't know. All I know is like, I don't even know where I was trying to find out where to bet on it. I mean, some of these places uh, it's out there, but you got to, you got to search, you got to do a deep dive, but that's, that's what I'm just trying to tell you. We go all the way in on the sports gambling podcast network. Um, Shout out to everyone in the chat and uh, yeah. BJ Emmons to the bandits, Tampa Bay bandits first running back off the clock. And I know this guy because he was at Florida Atlantic. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And FAU, you know, they, they, they've been a winning program. Uh, he was on the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, uh, roster, I believe. What the practice squad recently? Here's the, here's some tape on him, but yeah, physical guy. What do you think of the pick? Yeah, I think it's a great pick. I mean, he's a hard runner. Uh, he's going to fight for every yard. He takes care of the ball. Doesn't fumble much. Um, he's got quick acceleration too. He was originally at Alabama, if memory serves me correct, and then he transferred into FAU using yeah. the Lane Kiffin Connect. Um, yeah. I mean, look, if you're getting recruited to play running back at Alabama, I get it. Okay. Uh, you, you, you should get a shot. All right. You should definitely get sure. a shot in these other leagues. And you're probably going to see, I would say he's probably going to be back in the NFL at some point. Um, and uh, the, the running backs are going Darnell Holland to the, to the Philadelphia stars, Darnell Holland. Um, this is one, I believe he was in the NFL as well. I think he, I think he had a cup of coffee. He's from Kennesaw state who runs another good FCS program, triple option football represent. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought he, I want to say I saw him in a preseason game. I want to say like he was, it, it, I thought he, he was on an NFL roster brief new Orleans saints. I knew it. I knew it. Um, so shout out to Darnell Holland. Now a member of the Philadelphia stars. Uh, and I think the stars continue to draft. Well, they continue to draft. Well, um, what do you make? What do you make of those picks? Uh, surprise that those are the top two. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, when you got, got guys like CJ Marble, uh, Jaquan Gardner, Ladarius Galloway, I mean, there's, there's a lot of talent out there. So, I mean, I guess each coach, they just, they know what they're looking for and they're going out and getting their guide despite what we think they should take. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they clearly must've saw something that, I mean, I'm not that I I'm saying that those guys aren't good. I'm just a little surprised here. Uh, Shane Simpson's one that I think could be an interesting, uh, interesting guy that's out there. He was at Towson um, Towson Tigers. Remember they had a deep run in the FCS playoffs. I think they went to the national championship and, and lost, but uh, another one is Trey King from Texas tech. Keep an eye on, but picks are happening. Mike Weber to the generals. Mike Weaver. I got to admit, I drawn a blank on Mark Mike Weaver at the, at the, at the moment. Oh, it's Ohio state. That's right. Yep. 
That's right. Spent some time um, with the Cowboys. Their their running back rooms are always so ridiculous. It's easy to forget one, but he's a Super Bowl champ. He won a Super Bowl with the with the Kansas City Chiefs. Big Ten freshman of the year. That's where I knew him. That's where I knew him. Um, and then Steve Scott uh, to the Panthers. Is this Steve Scott from Indiana? I believe. Um, I think he played for the Indiana Hoosiers, if memory serves me correct. Stevie Scott, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Stevie Scott. That's him. I liked his game in college, man. Originally from Syracuse, New York. How do you grow up in Syracuse, New York, and you don't go play for the Q's? Dino hey. Babers or whoever, whoever missed the boat on that one. Uh, but he went to uh he went to IU. And uh look, I, I definitely remember watching this guy. I was impressed with his game. <laughs> that is a nice pick by the uh, the Panthers. And I actually think Jeff Fisher. If you're, if you're Stevie Scott, you got to be happy that you're going to the Panthers because you're like, you know, I think some of these other teams, you might worry, like how many times will I really be touching the ball, you know, with the Tampa? Now I do think the Tampa Bay bandits will probably get the ball out of the backfield, but Jeff Fisher, he's going to pound that rock. At least the Jeff Fisher that I know. So uh, uh, if you're Stevie Scott, you got to be liking that. Got to be liking that. So uh, congrats to Stevie Scott. There's some tape on him right there getting it yeah. done. I, I actually thought he would actually, you know, and I, I, he'll probably be back in the NFL because I, I, I thought he was an NFL caliber running back at IU. Yeah. And he's a hard runner. You know, he was known for being kind of a freight train kind of guy. And I think that's going to fit in perfectly with what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing, okay. So next up we got the Houston gamblers on the clock. Uh, wait, the Stevie Scott, Stevie Scott went to the Panthers. Yeah. Our, um, I think our sheet is, uh, is getting, you, you wrote Mike Weber twice guys. I'm sorry. We got the whole team working on this. Uh, Stevie Scott to the Michigan Panthers, new Orleans breakers on the clock. I'm very interested to see where they go in the draft. Um, yeah, we're in rocking. We're rocking and live in, in round 27 and we are live. I wasn't trying to say live, but fuck it. Oh, Larry Rose. This is my guy, New Mexico state. I don't even need to do the, the lookup on, on Larry Rose here. Uh, New Mexico state. Look, say what you want about them. I know they, uh, they're, they're an independent that normally wins like one game a year. I like Larry Rose. And, and I thought uh, Doug Martin, their coach there, I thought did a decent job considering the talent that he had in there. And I, I watched a lot of Larry Rose. I mean, you remember New Mexico state plays like seven sec games every year. Um, I think they're, they're trying to, to join the sec. So uh, no, but Larry Rose can ball. He can ball. And look, he, this guy played on the Tennessee Titans, the Rams, the Arizona hotshots, the Winnipeg blue bombers and the Los Angeles wildcats. First team all Sunbelt back in 2015. When, when, when uh, New Mexico state was part of that uh, conference um, from Fairfield, Texas. Um, yeah, I like that pick. I like. What do you think of that pick? Yeah, I think he's a really versatile running back. So I think that gives them a lot of options on how to use him. Um, and I think he's going to be pretty good for him. And and picks are just flying off the you know left and right. Da- uh, Dalen Dawkins, not Daryl Dawkins, but he, you might say Chocolate Thunder here uh, because uh, Dalen Dawkins is a Houston Gambler, and he comes in from Colorado State. Where look, I, I'm a CU fan, so you always play. I mean for the most part, you play Colorado a lot. And I do remember him there. Um, uh, and that was, he was there with Mike Bobo. Um, 
uh, he was a recruit, I believe from Jim McElwain, who was actually probably recruiting at the highest level of any Colorado state coach of, of recent memory. So he, he decent recruit comes all the way from Louisville, Kentucky and uh, played, played for the Titans for a couple of years Has 11 rushes, 26 yards in the, uh, in the NFL, all mountain West conference player back in 2017. Shout out to Dalen Dawkins um, as he gets drafted by the Houston Gamblers. I actually think he'll fit in well too, man. I think he can play. For sure. Colorado, Colorado State always has a, a, a good running back, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Always. So um, the Stallions go out and get Tony Brooks James from Oregon. The Ducks always have a slew of running backs, but uh, I, I remember him when he was at Oregon. He's from Gainesville, Florida. Came all the way out to Oregon. This guy uh, played with the Atlanta Falcons. I think he was a Taggart recruit. If not Taggart, then it was the the, the gentleman before him. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, Mike. I don't remember, but uh, uh, Helfrich. But uh, Atlanta Falcons, uh, 2019. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 2019. Pittsburgh Steelers. Dude, on, on 2019, he pretty much played on every team in the NFL. Falcons, Buccaneers, Steelers, Vikings. Then uh, went to the Falcons in 2020, and then the Steelers in 2021. And now Skip Holtz gets to, and Skip Holtz runs the hell out of the ball. So at he's least got a lot, get, he's got a lot of speed. Um, yeah. I think they could use him in the return game too if they want. Remember, uh, uh, Skip Holtz, you know, he had uh, Chris Johnson of East Carolina. He likes, you know, Chris Johnson was a speed back. Um, but uh, Chris Johnson was a lot bigger. Tony Brooks James is just five nine one ninety. So maybe they use him in all different variations. Maybe jet sweeps, all this different type of stuff. Uh, Garrett Grosek going to the Maulers. Yes, this is my guy too. Um, I like this pick a lot. You gotta love this pick, man. The Grosek is the epitome of a Wisconsin running back. Mm-hmm. Old school football is back, baby. Uh, no, you got to love Garrett Grosek. He, he had a cup of coffee with the Vikings, man. And this guy, 5'11, 220. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a he's, fan. Who got, who got him again? The Maulers? Oh, Maulers, man. Yeah. Of course they did. He's of course walk, they did. <laughs> he was a walk on that became a two year captain. And I think that says a lot about him. You know, he's, he fights for everything. Yeah, exactly. Well said. And like the Maulers, obviously, running back coach as a head coach. Uh, Kirby Wilson. And then you add in the fact that they've gone heavy on drafting offensive line. Uh Oh, uh, I'm on board. Might have to be might Maybe I'll have to get down. Maybe I have to ignore those uniforms and just go with the <laughs> Maulers, man. But uh, I like that pick guys. You're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast. As we do this live via sports gambling podcast. And I'm with, uh, I'm with Justin here. You can follow him at J Mark football on Twitter. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Colby D. Um, yeah, this is awesome. This Absolutely. is awesome. I, I, it's great to see some of these names, man. It's great. Like this, a second chance for some, I mean, uh, uh, yes, the guys we interviewed, but also in general, just, uh, just getting everyone in there. We are moving along though. The draft is just flying by. We still on running back second round on running backs here. As we enter round 28 Pittsburgh Maulers on the clock. Do they just do it again? Do they just go with the bruising running back. Are they bringing hard nose football back to pit. Cause really I'll be honest. We had, we had my guy, Scott Bowser on one of the USFL gambling podcast shows. Shout out to comedian, Scott Bowser. He's a big time Pittsburgh Steeler fan. He was telling me, it's like, he's like, it's hard to root for the Steelers these days. Cause they don't, they're not known as like this amazing uh, run heavy offense. Now <laughs> he was like, they, they're, they're, they pass the ball all the time. 
And he's like, you know, maybe the Maulers will bring it back old school style. Davion Smith to the Maulers. Davion Smith from Michigan. Interesting. They're loading up. Uh, well, obviously they have to because this is the running back selection. But um, is a guy that uh, I don't know. I mean, played at, played for a few teams, right? Played for the yeah. Orlando Apollos in the AAF, the Tampa Bay Vipers in 2020. The BC Lions was also on the Dolphins and the Redskins. Was the XFL's rushing yards leader? How about that? Yeah, he's a physical guy. I think he's going to fit in with the uh, the Maulers perfectly. You check out the tape there. Led the led the XFL. Nice hands rushing. too. Yeah, yeah, he can play. I think that Maulers maybe low key impressing me. Besides <laughs> drafting the whole University of San Jose State, um, I, I think I'm on board with this this run attack. Let's go. The stallions take CJ. There it is. There it is from coastal Carolina. This guy's a beast. Um, and, and, and this one makes sense for skip Holtz. This one makes sense. Cause he kind of reminds me of like uh poor man's Chris Johnson in a way. Um, Marable. Wow. Uh, that's a, that's a good Mark Thompson from the university of Florida. He is a Houston gambler, Mark Thompson. Man, these are, these are, these are rolling by. Yeah. Um, or the Gators getting the, making their mark in, in, in the second day of the USFL draft Thompson. Uh, well, I mean, he was, I'm I pull up Mark Thompson. First thing I saw was some other stuff, but uh, he's from Pennsylvania went all the way down to, uh, to Florida to play some college ball after playing. Uh, well, he played some, uh, some Juco uh, at in the state of Kansas, but uh, interesting, interesting. Sick. Six one, two hundred thirty-five pounds. So he's got some size there. He never got like a ton of burn. I feel like he played in all eleven games. He wasn't. A, he wasn't a starter, but he did have an eighty-five-yard touchdown pass against Iowa in the Outback Bowl. Uh, Jordan Ellis. This is one that I was just talking about not that long ago. Uh, from Virginia, he is a New Orleans breaker, and I, I imagine uh, some of this had to do with the fact that uh, Larry Fedora played against him. Coached against them, uh, shit. I think all three or four years or something, right? Or, um, uh, so that one, that one kind of makes sense. We got Reggie Corbin also. Uh, I remember Reggie Corbin at, with the Illini. He uh, he is a Michigan Panther. Reggie Corbin. I think he played with what Lovey Smith. Um, or was that was that Cubit? But uh, no, Corbin. Corbin was solid. He was a solid running back from once again from from Maryland. Yeah, uh, draws comparison to Giovanni Bernard. So he kind of plays the same style. Yeah. Yeah. He can play. He, he was a good running back. I actually, once again, I'm a little bit surprised that he wasn't uh, in the NFL longer. So, but uh, Hey, shout out to him. Second chance is going to happen here. Trey Williams goes off the board to the new Jersey generals. Trey Williams. Um, this is a guy. I feel like every running back from Texas A&M, somehow makes professional football. It's like a, it's like a, a guarantee. Now this guy's been everywhere. He, 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 he got done with a and M in 2015. He went to the Redskins, the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Colts, the Steelers, the Toronto Argonauts and the CFL, then the Dallas Cowboys, then the San Antonio commanders with Mike Riley, then the Seattle dragons with Mike Riley, then the Calgary Stampeders then the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, so it makes sense that Mike Riley says, Hey, Trey, why don't you come on out here to New Jersey? Uh, Matt Colburn, the second 
from Wake Forest is a Philadelphia star. That's interesting. Juwan Washington is a Tampa Bay bandit. I remember Juwan Washington because he was at San Diego State with uh, Rocky Long and Brady Hoke. San Diego State. Key, I mean, the, you see, you saw it with Donnell Pumphrey, who was in the XFL, and then with the Philadelphia Eagles, and then uh, Rashad Penny. They just always Greg Bell was is there now and, and they just always keep a, a stable of running backs that can that, that can do damage. So uh shout out to the uh, this is our tape on him. This kid can play. I actually rostered this guy and we, we play college football at DFS. Come play college football DFS with us next year with the college football experience. Uh we play it now with college basketball, but I would roster this guy all the time, especially some of those years. Uh, you know, there were certain Mountain West teams like UNLV or, or Hawaii where their run defenses were just terrible. And this guy would just light them up. So it was like a must DFS play uh, some of those years. So uh, glad to see him get a chance here in the USFL. We might have some comp picks going um, as we wait for the end of the 28th round. And next up, we got outside linebackers and the Maulers will be back on the clock. Um, This should be fun. This should, this should be a lot of fun. Juwan Washington. That is a, that is one. I had a lot of fun watching this guy. I love these late night uh, mountain West games. A lot of fun. Those are the best to bet on. Yes. Yeah, man. You well, normally you're riding like a heater, hopefully from earlier that day. And if not, then you're trying to make up for you losing (laughs) your ass and you, you see like, Oh, I got a, I got a Hawaii Fresno state game on late (laughs) night. I remember growing, I dude, I grew up in Washington, DC and uh, you know, you get that like 1am or midnight kick for the Hawaii game. Just the last little bit of football you can before you go into <laughs> NFL Sunday. Uh, sure. Pittsburgh Maulers on the clock outside linebacker. You, uh, you said you grew up in, are you, are you originally from Iowa? Yeah. Yep. Born and raised. What part? Uh, so I grew up closer to the Nebraska border, like Omaha Council Bluffs area. Now I'm South of Des Moines and Winterset. John Wayne was born here. Damn. Now, now you're flexing. Right. The Duke. The, the bridges, Duke. In, bridges in Madison County were filmed here. Most of it, like right out my window over there. No way, man. Yeah. I was a beautiful state, man. For sure. I love, uh, I, I, I do stand up, and I, uh, I've, I've, I've done this. I think I did. What, what was it? I want to say it was, I think I did, uh, is it Des Moines? I don't know if it was Des Moines. I don't, I, I, it was about 10 years ago, but I did somewhere in Iowa. I want to say it was, what is, what is another big city? Name me some of like top five big cities off the top of your head. Cedar Rapids. Iowa ah, there we go. You got it with one. You got it with one. Cedar Rapids is what I was trying to think of. Um, I did some stand up there back in the day. Uh, where are we at here? We got outside no- linebackers coming up in Outs- round 29. Round 29. Well, look, it seems like a great time to tell you about uh, our sponsors and what get us paid. Let's get us paid. Uh, All right. I want to tell you that the USFL gambling podcast and sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by WinBet. for every $25 you bet on college basketball. WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness. And they're going to give you a thousand dollars in free win bet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. And while you're at it, subscribe to the college basketball experience because I host it. Me, Patty C, NC Nick. Uh, we're also brought to you by PropSwap. 
America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propsoff.com or download the PropSoft app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, that's us, right? The app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download as your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing and let it ride. All right. Man, this is just, this is fun. We're talking USFL football. What do I think of the Stevie Scott pick? I like it. I see people in the chat firing away. Shout out to all the people in the chat. Appreciate you guys. Shout out to, I see Reggie Corbett in there. Let's fucking go. He says, yes, LFG baby. Um, Yeah. College, college picks today. Yes. Belma. We have college basketball picks every single day, seven days a week. We give you the college basketball experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, so do that. Check that out. I think you'll appreciate it. I think you'll really enjoy the college basketball experience um, as we've had plenty of guests there um, every single day D one and, and on the app, every single pick for a D one basketball game. We've been doing that for five years. Me, Patty C NC, Nick Terrell Furman, Jr. Shout out to all those guys. Um, what do we think? I mean, this is fantastic. This is, this is a fun time. USFL. How great was it interviewing those guys, seeing those guys, you know, just give them a tiny bit of hope, man. Tiny bit of hope there to come play in this league and and create an opportunity. Um, I I think it's, I think it's just a great thing. No matter, no matter what platform you are in life, just getting, getting an an opportunity to do something that you love. Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes that's all you need, man. Uh, so what do we got going? Uh, yeah. Belma, check it out. I'm serious. Uh, College basketball every day, college football as well talk college football year round on the college football experience. We talk college basketball year round on the college basketball experience. And uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. it. Last night I got done doing the USFL show and then I had to do a college basketball show. So uh, you know, had to make time, had to make time for some college b-ball as March is right around the corner. Here we go. We got picks going on. Oh man. Do we got uh Tyson Graham from South Dakota to the Pittsburgh Maulers. Once again, guys, this is outside linebackers. Tyson Graham, South Dakota. He's a coyote. Tyson Graham uh, from South Dakota. This is one where, hey, Missouri Valley football. Justin's located in Iowa. He knows a thing or two about uh, how great. uh, Honestly, if we watch, we all love Maction. If you put the Missouri Valley in the FBS, they would be better than the Mac. (laughs) <laughs> they would be better than I think they'd be better than the Conference USA too. You have North Dakota State, who's probably like a ranked team if you threw them in the FBS, at least top fifty. Um, South Dakota State as well. Uh, then you start adding in you know our, our boy Stone Labanowitz from Southern Illinois. They're a good program. Uh, North Dakota's had success. I know they came over from the Big Sky, Northern Iowa. I mean the Panthers keep a good football program. So Tyson Graham though. And it's interesting. He was a safety that moved to linebacker after, after a, too, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's always cool to have a guy that, that, that plays multiple, you know, he's played other positions. That always is a benefit for sure. Uh, he's from uh he's from Florida originally. 
So they got him to come up there to the coyotes and, uh, and, uh, Hey, he was with the Colts. Yeah. It was Colts for a little bit. Shout out to him as he joins the, uh, as he joins the Maulers. We also have, uh, uh, man, what, what am what am I seeing here with this? Uh, Jamarkey skates. Why the Marquis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the stallions. Why, when he writes it in, in, in lower letters and then caps, I, I don't know. Yeah. He's trying to help me, but I, I still feel like I'm sitting there like, huh? Uh, Demarge's gates from Ole Miss going to the stallions and Azim Victor to the gamblers from Washington. So gates from Ole Miss Azim Victor from Washington. We're Washington D Lyman's look at Vita Vea. We were talking about him earlier. The Huskies, <laughs> you know, say what you want about their, their offense of late. But that defensive line was legit, um, and then DeAndre Wallace from Towson State, give it up for the Tigers of Towson. They just lost their head coach Tyrone Wheatley to the uh, Denver Broncos, but yeah, DeAndre Wallace to the Breakers, and DeAndre Wallace. Um, hey, uh, Towson, Towson for a minute was playing some really good football. They went to like the FCS championship. I feel like it played. They, they're one of the teams that lost to. Uh, that, that lost to New, uh, North Dakota state in the FCS uh, championship. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, this guy, this guy can play. I'm looking at his uh, stuff right now. And he's got an article about him in the uh, yeah. In, in the Baltimore sun here. Um, Yeah. Um, I think it's a good pick. I mean, obviously so, I, I, the stats, the stats are limited here of him at, at Towson. Um, but the guy can play. He's from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. It's uh, all CAA third team in 2018. There we go. Give it up for DeAndre uh, DeAndre Wallace going to the Breakers. We also have Terry Myrick uh, from Eastern Michigan. You know I love me some Eastern Michigan football. Chris Creighton, talk about resurrecting a program that was that was just awful for four like 30 or 40 years. Chris Creighton's doing a fantastic job doing that. Doesn't get enough credit. Probably should have a, a, a better job, but I'm, I want him to stay there. I like him with the Eagles of, of Eastern Michigan, but Terry Myrick uh, is going to be staying in the state. Yeah. He's, Jeff, yeah what, what's up? He's a smart player. Who's played. He's got a lot of experience playing the Mike position um, despite his size, just because of his instincts. So I think he'll do really well. And, and yeah, I, I, I really like that. They're a blue collar team, Eastern Michigan. Uh, Myrick, by the way, is one that was at Eastern Michigan this past year. So that's, that's one that we're right off. We're, we're grabbing someone that's fresh. I was wondering when this would happen, but yeah, he was all uh preseason, all Mac by Phil Steele this past year. Um, and, and, and Eastern Michigan is all, like part of the resurrection of that program by Creighton is their blue collar. Uh, so I always getting a player like that. Shout out to uh, Terry Myrick as uh, he gets drafted. Uh, dra- the picture coming in. Dewan Hines goes to the, the Generals. He's a Houston Cougar. Jordan Moore goes to the Philadelphia Stars. He's a road runner. Shout out to UTSA. But Jordan Moore is a uh, is a you know it, welcome to the uh, the USFL. It's another guy that played safety. Yeah, and and let me tell you, man, at, at UTSA they were recruiting well prior uh, to the coach prior. So um, Frank Wilson was his name. Six, three, two twenty-five. He's a senior. He's out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and he, look, he played, he played at LSU. 
So this guy can, that makes sense too, with the connection to Frank Wilson. Um, Emmanuel Beal goes to the bandits. He's from Oklahoma. Look, there we go. He's familiar with uh, some big time football games. Manual Bill, Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that, and, and, and uh, so he was there prior to Alex Grinch. I think he was, he was a Stoops guy, but he was Stoops, uh, you know, Bob Stoops, defensive guy first. He was a, but uh, Bill was a, a, a Juco transfer that came in all big 12 honorable mentioned 2017. Um, but a guy that has some pretty decent numbers and some, in two seasons in college football. So shout out to him as he gets, you know, uh, he gets to uh, go to the USFL brand new league. And I think he could, I think the bandits bandits having a sneaky good draft. <clears throat> yeah. Bill spent time with Seattle ended up getting waived because he was injured. So, you know, maybe he just needs that chance to uh, be healthy and get some, get some more experience at the professional level. Isn't that always the worst when you get injured and you, that's, that's what costs you your job. He was also with the Tampa Bay Vipers. And if you I, look, Jerry Glanville was on our show, friend of the program. He was the defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Vipers. They were legit. They were like the, uh, he was talking about, I, I can't recall the stat in my head right now, but he was saying like, you know, less than one yard per play the final two weeks before the, the COVID shut down, which is crazy. It was like, I think it was like 1.2 yards per play. Maybe I, I don't remember, but I know he was talking about we're the best defense in the XFL. And a lot of that was because coach Glanville and uh, perhaps Emmanuel Beal, the newest bandit. We come from down in Gator country. We are the pride of Tampa Bay. Yes. We play football and we're called the bandits. And we think our brand of ball is here to stay. Yes, here we go. Yes. Bandit balls back. I'm excited. That's NC Nick's favorite team. They got the, the original had Burt Reynolds. I think they just got to go out and get some type of, of uh, somewhat celebrity owner. No one's as cool as Burt Reynolds though. Right. I feel right. like it'd be really hard to find someone as cool as Burt Reynolds these days. You, you gotta, you'd really have to search. You really have to, to, to search to find uh you know who they should get. They should get like John Daly to be like a part owner. There you go. You know, I was in a, uh, I was, I, I went to uh when I was in, in college, I went to a beach week in Daytona beach, Florida. And, and John Daly was in a Hooters just getting hammered. Right. I didn't know. <laughs> I actually didn't know it was him right away. Uh, well, mainly I think I might've been hung over. That's probably why, but um, John Daly was, uh, was offering to sign his golf gloves. So he had like a, 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 like a, like 20 gloves or something, but I didn't know. It was just some guy like just hammering, hammering down bloody Mary's and beers or something. And, uh, and then, you know, after like 15 or 20 minutes of sitting down with my, with, with my group of people, like he comes by and asks us for, for an autograph for 20 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, I said, no, at the time I was pretty broke and I needed my money. And, uh, you know, but, uh, then the waitress came over and was like, I, I, she's, I don't know how true this is, but she said, uh, she was like, he made a deal. He did a commercial for the Hooters so he can drink there and eat there for free for life. Wow. (laughs) That's just, that's quality. John, John Daly visionary. Um, 